I'm Angela Acosta, a New Jersey-based photographer who celebrates the power of women and the beauty of their stories. Welcome to Diana Prince Lives Next Door. In my journey as a photographer and business owner, I have met so many remarkable women, women who make contributions to this world that make it a better place. This series is dedicated to them. I want to acknowledge their collective power and their beauty. I want to shed a spotlight on their daily heroism. Today, my Diana Prince is Carissa Young of Carissa H. Young Photography, LLC. Carissa is passionate about helping service-based entrepreneurs show up confidently and authentically, and she creates eye-catching visuals so they can attract their ideal clients and build their businesses. Carissa lives in Westwood, New Jersey, with her husband and two beautiful daughters. Carissa, welcome to Diana Prince, and thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Angela. So I want to share with you why I think you're Diana Prince. When we first met, you shared with me a story about how you transitioned from corporate America to business owner and how you made that decision. The first thing that I thought of is how courageous, because you're jumping into, so to speak, unknown waters. You may be a little familiar with it. You may not be, but the difference is night and day from corporate America to business owner. And also knowing that you're going to be going through a, a huge transition takes that courage. And it's also a leap of faith in your own ability to learn something new. Not everybody does it, first of all, otherwise everybody would be a business owner. So I wanted to bring you on so that you can share this story. I feel that in sharing that story, you can inspire another woman, maybe plant a seed. Maybe somebody else is sitting on a fence and isn't quite ready to take the jump. Mm -hmm. But in, in sharing your story, you may be able to help them. So why don't we start out with the why, why you took that leap of faith? Yeah, I mean, it, it, like you said, it's, it's very scary to do that. But my why is, is mainly my family. I was at the same job for 11 years after college. During that time, I was traveling to work, you know, six to eight weeks at a time. And it was fine because we didn't have any kids. It's the reason why I decided to quit is, is the struggle of putting in that 40-hour week and having a newborn. And that was a really struggle. And add on to that, I was also commuting three hours a day to go to work, an hour and a half each way. So it was exhausting. And I got to a point where I felt burned out. I'm not happy. And my family gets the brunt of it. You know, like I was very nappy and, and I was just feeling very depressed. And I said, something got to change. And so I didn't know whether I want to find another job closer to home, like another corporate job or do something else. And I knew if I'm going to do another corporate job, it's going to be similar to what I did before where there's zero creativity. And I think I was craving for that creativity that I said, you know, I love photography. I was taking auto at the time. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about manual and didn't know about anything in terms of photography business, business in general, even though my family has owned multiple restaurants, that had owned restaurants. So, I mean, I've seen a little bit of the business side of it, but again, I don't know much of it. But I say, you know, my husband and I had a long talk and it's hard because if you go from 
two income to one income, and also living in Bergen County is very expensive. So we, my my main thing was, can we afford to do that? So my husband said, you know, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. And if it's because of his support that I was able to go full on with this, quit my job and just say, you know, what, I'm just going to dive right in and took some online courses, learned how to shoot in manual. And I was very lucky too. I have another photographer friend who's a wedding photographer and she does my kids' newborn photos. And she knew I was going into the business and she has been a wonderful mentor to me. So I have to give her a big shout out for it. Her name is Jane DiMaggio and she has a photography business. I believe right now she, she had moved to Ohio. So I'm kind of missed her. I'm like, you're not my family photographer anymore. But yeah, so having the support of my family, a friend who is a wedding, a wedding photographer who knows about the business was very helpful for me that I, I felt comfortable of jumping into it, even though inside I was scared out of my mind, like what happened if this doesn't work out? So I told my husband, you know, let me just give it two years, two, mm-hmm. three years. You know, if this doesn't work out, by that time, my kids will be older. I can go out and hold my job. And yeah, that's that's the whole reason why I, I just want to see if this passion can kind of help me bring back some of the joy that I, I missed while mm-hmm. I was working in corporate. Right, right. And I, I think one thing that I want to just kind of spotlight on is that you did have a mentor, as you mentioned. And photography, I could tell you from my background, it's it, the creative piece of it. Like the question is always, can can you get an income from it? Mm-hmm. And the fact that you at least had that piece of it from your mentor and knew that at least it had a business model that may work. So that's really important to note is, is the mentorship. Let's go into the mindset because you were in corporate for 11 years. You mm-hmm. had a paycheck. You know, you went into, from college, you went into corporate, right? Was it for the steady paycheck? And how hard was that to transition out of having a steady paycheck to something that is going to take a while before you see any income for it. But mm-hmm. how did you deal with that, with that piece of it? Because that, that's the big fear, right? Yeah. For a lot of women going into business. Yes, definitely. For me, is during the time when I was at corporate, I was saving a lot of money, especially when I was traveling. Because when I was traveling, everything is paid for. I stay at a hotel. The car rental is paid for. My meals are paid for. So during that time, I was saving we also had a mortgage to pay. So, but you know, when you're when you have a steady paycheck, if you don't have the other expenses and also the commuting, the three-hour commute that I'm doing, I'm easily spending five, six hundred dollars in gas and tolls. Mm-hmm. So I'm saving that money. And every time I get a bonus and every time I get extra money, I just save. And I'm not saying like you save and then you don't have a life. <laughs> you still can go out and enjoy yourself, sure. But I I'm I'm a saver since I was little and so having that and a good amount of money in my bank account before I quit was very helpful because I, I if I didn't have a lot of money saved and going into the business I think I would have gotten myself into debt and feel more stressed out about it and yeah, yeah. also it depending on the on the business if you're a business that requires capital then yeah you you do have to get money from from a bank or whatever to to 
you know, source your source your products or whatever. So I was able to say, okay, I have this amount of money. I'm going to only spend this much on the gear, just the basics, the body, and one lens. And I started with that. And mm-hmm. and my mentor also agreed, like, don't add any more lenses or add anything to your to your equipment list until you start to get some income. So throughout these four and a half years I was doing business, I was just very careful of keeping up with how much money is coming in, how much money is going out. And I'm also a very generous person. I love giving gifts to my client and, and treating them and, and, and referral partners. I'll send them a little gift because I appreciate them choosing me over other photographers. I wanted to work with them because they have other choices. When they want to work with me, I, I want to show that I appreciate them. So like with that, I always work in budget and budgeting. Uh, that's another thing with, with going into business is that you have to really budget more to yeah. make sure that you do have enough money to pay for whatever you're going to get. So that's, that's really my take on it. <laughs> no, that, that's really, really good. I mean, but, but the saving was just part of your, uh, about part of who you were. It wasn't like you were anticipating it. It was just a nice oh. to have. Yeah. you know, when, when, when you decided it, so it made it a little easier and, and, and you were ready for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so now you're in, you know, this new space, tell me how that transition was for you. Like once you left corporate and, and went into, uh, let's say the networking space and all the, all, everything that, that, that it takes to build a business, how, yeah. how did you do that transition? What did you learn first? <laughs> well, uh, the, the first thing I learned is to, I, I found a course to learn how to shoot manual, how to run the photography business, pricing, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also made a lot of mistakes on my first. I, I think, especially because I'm inexperienced in terms of business or in the photography and also in the photography world. So I made a lot of mistakes where, you know, I would listen to a coach or listen to whatever course that I was, I was doing and I implemented exactly what they say to do, but without strategy that works for me. I think that was my mistake. I was like, oh, if they did it, I could could do that too. Some people may work for them, but it didn't work for me. And I'm also very bad at selling and I hate selling. And I remember in college, I was working at Dale. I couldn't sell a piece of jewelry for the life of me because people said, no, I'm just like, okay. And that's how I was asking for this. And, and I didn't, I hate it when I have to do that and, and I didn't know how to do it. So then the networking started and then learning about personal branding. And then, then I kind of like, okay, personal branding, uh, let me see if I can and build my own personal brand and see how that would impact my business. And so mm-hmm. through, I think I spent about a one year to build my brand, my personal brand network. And, and people think about branding as their logo, but it's more like your personality. Who are you when you talk to people? What do they remember you and, and all of that? And also in terms of also showing your work and client testimonial, things like that. So I, I did all of that. And it seems like, you know, it's now it's almost two years since I did that. And, and that was my most successful marketing strategy that I didn't feel like I'm selling I'm just basically saying this is what I do this is who I help and then also showing a little bit of my family side to mm-hmm. kind of be a human relate to people yeah yeah, so, uh, yeah and 
And so doing that, so I was doing that and then networking definitely helped. I didn't do networking to almost a year into business. The first year was more of practicing and building my portfolio. So the second year I went out to, to network and I haven't stopped since. I, I feel like, I don't know about for you, but I feel like networking is so important. And I know a lot of photographers, they don't do it as much, but networking is huge for any business. You know, that's how you meet people. That's how people will learn about who you are or what you do, things like that. And also, it also gives you a wider air. Just open up your mind to more people who are doing businesses that you might not even heard of. And mm -hmm. it's very interesting, I find. Yeah, it, I mean, also the community, you know, just being part of a community as opposed oh, yeah. to making every business decision on your own. So you're four and a half years in. Tell me about where you're at with your journey right now. So my journey right now, I started as a, as a family photographer. I still do family, not, mm -hmm. not as much. But my focus right now has been just working with service-based business owners. And, and the reason why I say service-based business owners is because we're service-based people. Mm -hmm. We're also service-based. And that's how I found out about personal branding. And that's how I was applying all my marketing strategies. I felt like I was able to help more with service-based business owners and i also have a few product-based product -based business owners but they they also wanted the personal branding side of it yeah. uh, because now they see the importance of personal branding so yeah so right now that's what i'm focusing on i'm also in a couple of uh, paid organizations i'm in the leadership team um, for the national association of women business owners so it's just wonderful, like volunteering for that and learning a lot about the organization and also working with other women business owners who are, who have more experience than me. And they're in different industry, which is very interesting. And also a mastermind group and the mastermind group has really, really helpful in my business. So investing in that was probably another good decision that I made because I need help. You know, we're all solo mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. And we were making decisions in the beginning, and that's probably why I made a lot of mistakes because I don't have the time. And so having, being a part of a mastermind group, I learned so much from other people's struggle and also my own struggle that I get the right feedback mm -hmm. um, to kind of keep me focused and, and going on down the right path. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. And and your happiness level? My happiness level, it's, 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 a, it's up and down, you know, having a family <laughs> is always a struggle. I have two little kids and they're all under five. So it's, it's always a struggle balancing and everything. But I, I've gotten better in controlling my, my own schedule, time management. And, and the, I think one of the things I had to learn was saying no, saying no to people or saying no to things that if I, let's say I'm invited to this event, you know, I can't squeeze it in. So probably can use that hour to kind of just sit down and just shoving it down my mouth in five mm -hmm. minutes and go to the next meeting, right? So yeah, I, I have to really listen more to my own body, my mind, my mental health, and then make the decision if I want to say yes to certain things. Yes. And yeah, and, yeah. and saying no is a great you. attribute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, the thing is, regardless of what the business piece throws at you, right? The challenges, I mean, it's what you want to do. So, you know, I can imagine 
that regardless of, of what what comes at you. And you, of course, you have your community around you, which is the, the best thing you could possibly do. You have your mastermind around you. But regardless of the challenge, you're doing what you love. Yeah. Right. So it's it's night and day from from four and a half years ago driving to work. Oh, yeah. And, and I wouldn't the- change a thing. I think the flexibility is a huge, huge help. You're um, in the driver's seat too. Yeah. So you're not you're not beholden, like you're not going in on Monday and finding out that you walked into a buzzsaw, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're in the driver's seat of what comes in and what comes out of your life, as opposed yeah. to the, the other piece of it is. And I say that because I'm, I'm also a convert. <laughs> it's a big difference. It's a huge mm-hmm. difference. So anybody out there listening, ladies, if you are looking to open up your own business, please, you know, listen to our talk here because you may just take the jump right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and you can do it. You can and do you it. absolutely can do it. <laughs> so I want to, you know, I, I do want to thank you for sharing, you know, the, that story with us. Like I said, you know, in the beginning, it is important that other women, you know, get that inspiration. And, you know, but we still have one more thing for, for our viewers and uh, because we're photographers, you know, I particularly, I, I am all about the, the woman who, who just always, we tend to just kind of fade out in the background and be more of a support for our families and everything like that. So my voice is always to encourage women to exist in, in photographs. I am really happy that Carissa has agreed to give us tips on how to get the best photo from your mobile, you know, perfect. Of course, we prefer you to get professional, you know, photos for, you know, to uh, document your, your legacy. But if you can't do it, you can certainly get beautiful photos from your mobile. So Carissa, I'm going to pass it off to her. The most important thing, doesn't matter what camera you have. You can have mm-hmm. the camera to the most expensive camera. If you don't have good lighting, the photos yeah. are right. Right. So one of the things that I tell my client, and even when I give tips to other people is that. Lighting is very important. If you're indoor, just make sure you have the windows open and face the window, face the door. And if you're doing selfie, you know, hold it, hold it, or actually like put it on the tripod is probably best. And then set a time. Okay. And what you can do is when you, I recommend like morning time lighting or evening time lighting. Um, Noontime is fine too. It just depends on how bright it is. Sometimes it's so bright at noon. And I have this little trick that I do at home too. I use sheer curtains. You can use one or two layers of sheer curtains. Put it on your window and that would diffuse the light and makes it softer and not as harsh. But another thing is that you can do if you're taking a picture of your family, put it on a tripod. You know, as a mom, we always forget to be in the picture. Put it on mm-hmm. a tripod. Set a timer. Run to your kids. That actually makes them laugh and smile in a more genuine way. And I do this all the time. I with love my kids. it. Yeah, especially when I'm like, let's take a family photo. And I'm like, I'm not doing selfie. Set a timer and I just run with my child back and forth. And they, they love it. And we always get great pictures out of that. And another quick tip is, and you know, all our cell phones have this, this option is if whatever picture you're trying to take, you want the camera to focus on that point where you want it to be sharp. So you can just touch your phone and hold it. And basically, so for example, if I'm holding it right now, 
I'm touching it and I'm holding onto Angela. If you touch and hold, you'll see like a little box that comes out with a sunlight. Mm -hmm. And that's basically telling the camera that I want to the camera to focus on this spot. And then you can push your finger up and down and keep the lighting brighter or darker. And that also makes your, your picture better too. So that's that's another okay. fun little trick that and like most of our newer cell phones have that feature. Yeah, and I'm holding on my cell phone right now. I have natural light. I do have a little bit of a of a, uh, I do have a light ring. But the natural light, I can see how how it you know how phenomenal it looks, and this is just my cell phone. So yeah. if I follow that and just click here, you yeah. know, and then press the the tripod would be a lot better. But I, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Wow. But it but it does look fantastic. Yeah, natural light is definitely the best. If you can take it like during the daytime, you can get the the best lighting. Fantastic. Thank you, Carissa. And uh, <laughs> so we're at the end of our talk. And if you're watching or listening to us today, please do look Carissa up and get to know her. She is a fantastic photographer. If you are a service-based entrepreneur, by all means, I've seen Carissa's pictures, please look her up. She's also about the client. I know that firsthand as I've had the pleasure of working with her over the years. So please do find her. Her website is carissahyoungphotography.com. I will also list it in the description underneath. Thank you, everyone. Carissa, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Angela.